It's Monday, February 10th. I'm Oscar Ramirez in Los Angeles, and I have one more thing to tell you for today. There are tons of interesting stories we come across that we can't seem to get into the main podcast that we wanted to make an extra post to bring you more. Imagine how many times you are on your way anywhere and you pull out your traffic app only to see the dreaded red line signaling a traffic jam. You trust the app and rely on it so much, you find another way. But what if it was all a lie? A Berlin-based artist wanted to demonstrate the pervasive, real-life influence that modern tech has on our lives, and he did it all with a little red wagon and 99 phones. In a video he called Google Maps Hacks, he tricked the app and caused a fake traffic jam. The result was the dreaded red line on Google Maps and no cars on the streets where he was walking. For more on this, we spoke to Kate Cox, reporter at Ars Technica, for how this artist tricked Google Maps. Thanks for joining us, Kate. Thanks for having me. We're going to talk about how to virtually block a road. There was a artist who wanted to trick Google Maps. He got a little red wagon. He filled it with 99 cell phones. And I'm assuming he turned on Google Maps or so. And he basically got it to fool the system where on Google Maps, on the grid, when it's showing you the busy streets, it turned the whole street red as he was walking down the street. Kate, tell us about this and who this person is and why he did it. So uh, an artist based in Berlin in Germany named Simon Zuckertz, he does projects that focus on technology's effects on people and society, how all of that connects. And he piled 99 used smartphones into a little red wagon and marched down a reasonably empty Berlin city streets. And he shared a video to YouTube and his own website showing several different camera angles. You know, you can see that he's walking down a completely empty bridge or an almost completely empty road. And Google Maps just shows this rolling traffic jam right where he is because the 99 phones look like a traffic stoppage. And the video is pretty cool because you do see him. I mean, obviously he's walking, he's moving very slow and you just see that dreaded red line kind of moving with him just as slowly. And because I guess the system really can't tell how big it is. It did kind of block out almost the entire street as showing it super congested. So how does Google Maps determine this type of congestion? I mean, obviously it's pulling from the cell phones, but what is it looking at? What data is it using? Google doesn't disclose all of the data they use, but their statement says that traffic is refreshed continuously and that obviously sort of crowdsourced data from all the phones in the area location that use Google location services is one of the factors. They said that they can distinguish between cars and motorcycles, but they haven't got any kind of filter for, you know, identifying a person walking at two miles an hour with a hundred phones in a basket since I think nobody's really tried to cheat the system that way before, or I guess game the system that way before. But there are people who have tried a lot of other things as Google Maps and Waze, which is also a Google company, have become very prevalent. A lot of people who live on formerly quiet residential streets don't super love cars zipping down their neighborhoods to bypass highways. So they have tried things like reporting fake accidents or fake detours in order to try to get software to route people around them with varying levels of success. Yeah, I think Waze was the big culprit in that. I live in California and I just remember seeing all the stories locally of residents really pissed off that it's gridlock on the main street and now the gridlock is coming to my side street. And I remember that. And yeah, there was people trying to report fake accidents, all that stuff. I think in that case, the guy who was reporting fake accidents got kicked off the service. So nothing really worked in that sense of the thing. And the frustrating part as a driver, as a consumer who's using these things too, 
sometimes it'll take you to some pretty confusing streets and it's probably just the same amount of time as if you would have stayed on the main road. I think that's one yeah. of the frustrating parts. I live in Virginia and for us, it's a bottleneck on I-95 that we try to avoid. And uh, yeah, you spend half an hour moving down side streets and you would have spent half an hour sitting in traffic. And right. so it seems to be, you know, the blessings and the curse of modern navigation systems. Yeah, I guess there's those people that would say I'd rather be moving than sitting still. But if you're getting into the same place at the same time, I guess, it, right. uh, you know, who knows how much it matters. Simon, the right. artist for his part, said that he got the idea to do this after going to a May Day demonstration in Berlin and noticed that Google Maps had showed the gathering of people there as a traffic jam, even though there really wasn't a lot of cars in the streets nearby them. So he wanted to go at it from there. What kind of reception has he been getting to this? So this is his first piece, I guess, that he posted to social media. And so it traveled very far in the last few days. Obviously, you know, I covered it. Other sites covered it. I don't know if it's inspired people to pile phones into a cart to slow down traffic, but I do think it is making people think a little bit more about their location data and their data when they become part of a crowd, you know, how that is sort of individual and collective at the same time, that you can, you know, 100 people in a place that you wouldn't necessarily look for them does have an effect, both virtual, which then feeds back to real space, which is, I think, a way most of us don't usually think about it. Right. Yeah. I mean, I, I know he just did this as a one-time thing, right. but you're right. And I, and who knows if this has inspired other people to kind of do this, but you know, I started thinking the worst right away. And I'm just thinking about people playing jokes on people and when they're trying to get home and it's like, uh, you know, just blocking out these streets for no reason. But as you mentioned, there's got a lot of attention to this. There's more than 15,000 retweets to his video, 35,000 likes. And this is from a couple of days ago from when he posted this stuff. So I'm sure those numbers have gone up. Either way, it's, it's a pretty ingenious idea. And, and as you mentioned, it does kind of show us how connected we all are with all this stuff. But just a fun experiment in the meantime. So it'll be interesting to see whether and how other people run with this idea in the future, I guess. Kate Cox, reporter at Ars Technica. Thank you very much for joining us. Thank you. Don't forget to join us on social media at Daily Dive Pod on both Twitter and Instagram. Leave us comments, give us ratings, tell us the stories that you're interested in. Follow us on iHeartRadio or subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Oscar Ramirez, and this was one more thing from The Daily Dive.